Alright, welcome to the latest edition. I'm finally discussing the album that was the impetus or the catalyst for there being a Thursday Throwbacks podcast. Last summer, I was on an airplane listening to this album and just something like there was just a light bulb. Like in the words of J-Live, then he saw a light bulb flash above his forehead, shine so bright he had to close both eyes. Said whoever hit him for the average poor asshole about to be hit with the biggest surprise. Now, meanwhile, still short on Pot the Piston, not to mention any window to throw it out. I'm not going to recite that whole song right now. But uh, last summer, I had just a light bulb over my head moment on the airplane, listening to Old Dirty Bastard, Nigga Please album. And it was just like, like I've heard it tons of times before. Like I bought it like the day or like the week after it came out on CD, but I just had this kind of epiphany or this bright idea, I was like, this album is not really cherished, praised, discussed enough, appreciated enough, like, I need to start up a podcast talking about my favorite albums, and then just ideas kept on turning in my head, I was like, I need to talk with other people about some of their favorite albums. And, you know, while we're kind of in a slump now with getting other guests, uh, we're finally discussing the album that was a catalyst for this show. You can go back and hear 20-some-odd other episodes of me talking about music with people. So, I mean, I guess with no further ado, Russell Jones, a.k.a. Old Dirty Bastard, a.k.a. Dirt Dog, he went by a lot of names, um... Let's see, what can I say about him? He he was a pretty pivotal member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, he broke out into some solo success with songs such as Brooklyn Zoo. And then there was an appearance on a song called Nothing But Flavor uh, by Funkmaster Flex. It was... I don't remember everybody that was on that song because there were like two songs around at the same time there was an Akinelli and Sadat X the song may have been called Loud Hangover uh, but money is the sweetest hangover I don't want to get over where they were basically doing the Diana Ross shit and this was a song called Nothing But Flavor okay off the top of my head I think I want to say it was Charlie Brown from Leaders of the New School Biz Markey on the second verse or Old Dirty Bastard on the second verse and then Biz Markey on the last verse of the Nothing But Flavor song. But there was a meme. I don't know like how well it would hold up today but there was a mean song again called Loud Hangover by Sadat X and Akinelli. Akinelli said I tap more chins than the Chinese phone book. That's crazy. Like if, if you need that line broken down for you like Basically, tapping somebody's chin is like, you know, fighting them, basically. You're hitting them in the chin. And then, basically, we're in the era of cell phones now, so you wouldn't really uh, get it so much in 2016. Like, if you're a younger listener, you wouldn't really get the line as much. But, like, I mean, you may still get the yellow pages to your house. 
But, you know, the phone book and then the name, there's a lot of Chinese people named Chen. And, you know, when they're tapping somebody's phone, they're doing an investigation on them. So I tap more Chins than a Chinese phone book. That's pretty crazy. But, so yeah, the other song was Nothing But Flavor and that song and Brooklyn Zoo and... You know, all of the Wu-Tang appearances. You kind of saw some star potential in Old Dirty Bastard. But, I mean, I'll go as far as to say, like, Return to the 36 Chambers. It's a great album. I've, I've, I've heard it, like, in the last year. But it was, it's kind of like leaning towards the idea of an underground classic, the definition of an underground classic, that album, it's a good, it's a really good album, but again, it's just like, kind of more on the underground, you know, it's not a widely accepted classic album, it's, it's kind of like a, a niche classic, or a, you know, subjective taste classic, it's not like a, Only Built for Cuban Links level classic, or a Enter the Woo classic, or a Supreme Clientele classic. You know, a lot of people fuck with the Jizza album, Liquid Swords, you know. Um, I'm not really a Jizza dude like that. No offense to him, he's not, but he's not by any means trash. It's just, he was, he just wasn't really my dude like that. Anyway... On to Old Dirty Bastard, finally. Um, what can I say here? So, yeah, with uh, Return to 36 Chambers, you saw, like, the potential for, you know, him to break out into a star like Shimmy Shimmy Ya, Brooklyn Zoo, Timeless, Timeless Material, both of those songs. But no one really expected to go where he took it on the Nigga Please album. Yes, drugs played a big part in this album, but a lot of people have recorded under the influence of drugs. I mean, people today are making music under the influence of drugs, and the final product sounds like trash, you know, because they just don't have that musical sense in them or that musical genius in them so I'm not, I'm not at remotely trolling when I say Old Dirty Bastard was a musical genius because he was on drugs but he still made like really good music like if you know what to listen for you know in the composition of a of a song it's like yo this dude was like I'm not gonna say so much ahead of his time but he really had a musical knack, okay? This was an album that, it's safe to say, kind of put the Neptunes on the map a little bit more. This was an album that came out in 1999. The Neptunes' big breakout was, I mean, they had been at it for a minute, but the Neptunes' big breakout was Super Thug in 98 for Nori. And uh, the Neptunes played a, a fair part in the album, nigga, please, uh, let's, let's run through it track by track here, opening song, um, 
I believe it's called Recognize. Just it's showing you like the power of the Neptunes and and the potential of what a Neptunes and old dirty bastard album would have sounded like. I mean, I wish there was a uh I wish there was a whole Neptunes ODB album, but we we were never so fortunate. There was another song though, I believe this might have been on the clones compilation or a just a Neptunes mixtape or something. It was a song called Pop Shit by Old Dirty. Produced by the Neptunes. And for some reason he was saying like the letter R in nigger. He was pronouncing it very he was pronouncing the hard R in nigger. And I'll play a snippet of that here for you. He was like, me and my niggers about to get whatever he said. Uh here goes a snippet of that. song recognized featuring Chris Rock produced by the Neptunes just a bugged out song but it showed you like the potential of what Pharrell singing a hook oh dirty bastard going crazy what that would have sounded like it's a great song uh I can't wait this is just one of the album's highlights to me so the Neptunes and Irv Gotti of all people played a heavy part in this album um Create like just I believe they they were saying that was like real period blood on the on the album cover. Something where he might have been eating a vagina and he was just like, yo, take a picture of me. Like insanity like that went into the, the making of this album. But uh I can't wait produced by Irv Gotti. This was like a double time kind of I don't want to say Miami bass because there was no like real Miami bass, but it was like a double time, like almost like a down south track or something. Um, nuts! But old dirty bastard, he made sense out of it. Like when we bought the album, me and my roommate, it was like, "Yo, this album is wild!" Like we were dying laughing the first time we heard this. Like when he started going crazy, and then he did all the shout outs. You know, shout out to the Eskimos and. Uh, uh, myself, yo, epic. But here goes the ending. I'm not gonna play the whole song for you. Like, if you've never heard the album, here goes some of the insanity uh, that went into. I can't wait. Give a shout out 
to um the crazy niggas that the parts of the world that I've never been to. I wanna give a shout out to the Eskimos. I wanna give a shout out to the submarines. I wanna give a shout out to the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. You know what I'm saying? Y'all playing my music in the submarines in the boats. You know what I'm saying? Play that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's called traveling music, busting your ass down. Yo, big baby Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It's one love. I give a shout out to all the women. I give a shout out to all the babies, all the monsters all across the world playing hopscotch. I give a shout out to all the school teachers. I give a shout out to um, um, myself. Big baby Jesus, I can't wait. Nigga, fuck that, I can't wait. Big baby Jesus, I can't wait. Nigga, fuck that, I can't wait. Next one was Cold Blooded, a Rick James remake. Just another example of how the Neptunes and him collaborating like they just made really good music like it sounded good okay uh, i was maybe 19 when this album came out so it would it would be years later until i would hear the rick james original but this is a good cover like it's a great co- like no irony no nothing it's really good got your money like this is one of the s- songs that put the neptunes on the map and like old dirty was like a philosopher somewhat he was like a ghetto ignorant philosopher he said i don't have no problem with you fucking me but i have a little problem with you not fucking me and like like that's game that you could spit to a girl but just the like when i say like the musical composition of these songs like yes he was a drug addict but Somehow he had the insight to, you know, harmonize with the beat and go, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. He's really like, he had a sense, he had a musical neck, okay? I don't know if, you know, the Neptunes steered him in that direction, but he was a soulful dude, okay? Uh, Rolling with you... Another song that Irv Gotti has something to do with. Like, he predicted... I'm going to play the whole song shortly. But he predicted everything going on in hip-hop culture. You know, with white folks. And, you know, how they're basically trying to take over our shit. Okay? Like, this is before... Eminem really blew up to where he was. Before Macklemore blew up to where he was. But I don't even get the sense of that he was saying like the it would be like white rappers that would be the problem. It was just like the white audience uh, really feels like or white journalists or the white hip hop media. They really feel like they have the final say over our culture. And while it's a bigger topic for a whole other day, or while that's a whole other topic for another day, Old Dirty did like predict that so here goes uh rolling with you i mean just genius on this song if i got a problem a problem got a problem until it's gone i'm the only unique ace on and then he hit you with the i get girls in the room that want to get physically fucked by me oh big baby yeah he even did ad libs of girls getting fucked by him genius here goes rolling with you. You can't imitate me on this fucking tape. You ain't ringing the bell. You ain't. I'm ready when you are. 
You ain't ringing the bell. You ain't busting the grape. You ain't imitating me on this fucking tape. My you shit ain't, ain't corny. Ringing the bell. You ain't busting the grape. You ain't imitating me on this fucking tape. You ain't ringing the bell. You ain't busting the grape. You ain't imitating me on this fucking tape. You ain't ringing the bell. You ain't busting the grape. You ain't imitating me on this fucking tape. You ain't ringing the bell. You ain't busting the grape. You ain't imitating me on this fucking tape. You ain't ringing the bell. You ain't busting the grape. But I'm telling y'all, bitch ass niggas, if y'all don't fucking. If y'all colored, bitch-ass, faggot, punk-ass motherfuckers don't see that these white people are trying to take over your shit, don't worry, y'all better be happy the old dirty bastard is here, y'all better be happy that I'm here, to beat the shit out of all of y'all faggot, punk-ass motherfuckers. This was just a song where he looked out for like his Staten Island homeboys featuring Ryson the Zookeeper. Who is that? I have no clue. 12 o'clock, La the Dark Man, and 
somebody named Shorty Shorty Shitstain. Okay, I don't know if that was an old dirty bastard alias, but there was La the Dark Man was on it. I don't think I've ever heard a La the Dark Man song. Like I know the name from like source ads and everything, but twelve o'clock Rise on the Zookeeper and Shorty Shitstain. You don't want to fuck with me as just another another Irv Gotti banger who I'm that I'm gonna play right here. Well, I'm gonna play that and I'm gonna play another song. Um, there was a Camp Low song that came out around the same era where it was really like these were beats that Jay-Z should have been on, that somebody in Rockefeller should have been on, whether it was Memphis Bleak, Beanie Siegel, like these were Rockefeller-sounding beats. So on these next two songs I'm going to play, I don't know the name of the Camp Low song, but the hook goes like Asia to Africa. and But that and you don't want to fuck with me. Okay, again, more philosophy from ODB. I stay away from danger, danger stay away from me. I counter-react on y'all niggas and then I flee. Yeah, he was a genius on this. He said, I'll drop an ambulance on a nigga. And then he hit you. And then just to show you that the song was recorded in one take, he burped. Like they didn't edit it out or nothing. He burped. And then he said, if you really want to come, the cocaine get your pussy numb. And then right on beat, he said, he just ad-libbed, yo, fuck y'all, everybody. Yeah. Infamous. Incredible music. So I'm going to play first the Camp Low song, and then You Don't Want to Fuck With Me, just to show you like this era of how these were Rockefeller sounding beats that You Don't Want to Fuck With Me definitely sounds like a beat that Irv Gotti gave Jay-Z that he just didn't want to use. Because Irv Gotti and Jay-Z are like thick as thieves. Like they're they're probably still tight to this day. But Irv Gotti had these stories about like how he would he was hanging out with like Jay-Z in England in like nineteen eighty nine or nineteen eighty eight working on Jazz Jazz O's uh first album. You know, the Hawaiian Sophie, all that shit. Uh go hear Irv Gotti and Ja Rules. Not to promote another podcast, but go hear Irv Gotti and Ja Rules. Episode of Juan Epstein, if you never have. Very great stories. But here goes those two songs. So anybody from Rockefeller, like Bleak or Beanie Siegel or whoever could have been on the on this Camp Low song. But You Don't Want to Fuck With Me sounds like that should have just been all Jay. Just bodying it. But uh, Oh Dirty Bastard still got a classic song off of that. Ones, by, die, 
dive into a pool of wise guys But need rechargeable women, we charging for live cuts Heaven's a harem, and it's we now, artists here Asia to Africa Africa Twilight, my life, you like, we like, it's getting brighter Twin feet unique, we speech and peak inside a speeding viper Through sex and lex, we flex and gaze while you call on my spider The not exotic, soft tonic, green fuzzy navel We on channel matrix, natrix to dominate We skinny dive the nevis, with zebra Tommy heaters On any line you leave us, low appropriately Flash, bazaars, a fall, bizarre, banal, the blast Magic fantasy speed off in the T-top where we got the mean lead Friction, I believe a dance forbidden Tuscan villa, Buddha satin, European Coco Latin, made the measure law living Yamamoto, Kenzo glisten, mink pattern, diamond frills, cocaine jazz, sushi chills, greasy spool, white Hugo Rolling bags, that's where we go, rolling jacks That's when you go, holding max, you don't hit those Slim fast oasis, Sim City For them diesel dykes, laying in tomato sauce Dragging it on they crack pipes Breathtaking, heliport we taking off Heavy golf endeavors deflating Maserati we gone, ivory cloudy Bijan, we out our body by land, by sea, by air, we quantum leaping through Thailand, Beijing, Titans, we are low wide Cobra Kai, Asia to Africa Asia to Africa Africa I'm not talking to you girls and women. Because y'all hey, want yo, to fuck to. Y'all want to fuck me. I stay away from danger, danger, stay away from me. I kind of react on your niggas and then I flee. Whatever you say is a mirage. <laughs> and on top of that, the nigga fuck y'all. I'm the law of the land. Got girls on the command. I got girls on the command. I got the government lost on Gilligan Island. Nigga, please. By December, CIA getting their taxes back from the candy cane, Santa came back in the big, big hurricane. You ain't shaggy anymore, DA. I ain't in your ball game. I be tame. Ain't your doggy Yo, bag hold of fame. Old, dirty, a better man in the world if you wanna live. Fuck y'all, God don't forgive. I don't answer phones. I'll never reveal the Wu Tang secret. And if you don't believe, I'ma kill your shit. You don't want. Dirt dog, the 18 millimeter 
like a bad rat. Hate is the message. Killing all you savages. You won't be sending me messages. I put your nigga on pause. I keep that shit on. Destroy you through your whores. Cause you ain't never had clout. You niggas on the rat drought. I never get tired. I ain't in your drama quote. Suck my dick. Yeah, that horror. Yo, flag. yo. My name is Old Dirty. You don't want. Okay, so Nigga Please is just, the the title track is just a basic RZA song. Uh, Dirt Dog is, it's another basic song, but it's, but the, uh, the hook is very epic. Let me give you some Dirt Dog. And then he got some girls going, Dirt Dog. Let me give you some Dirt Dog. Dirt Dog. Let me give you some Dirt Dog, it's it's pretty amazing. I want pussy. What can I say? Second shortest song on the album. The shortest song on the album is "Getting High." That clocks in at two minutes and thirteen. I want pussy is only two minutes and twenty eight seconds. I don't even know what to say about this song. It's amazing. It's just a very short verse. It's a very short verse. He ends it. Bitch, you obey me. You better not betray me. Don't be calling no cops saying this is his baby. And then he just breaks out breaks out in the... Yeah, my mama cannot protect y'all. Basically, it sounds like a baby mama... It sounds like a baby mama drama anthem. Where, like, he was going through it with his baby mamas. And they were reaching out to his mom... I believe his mom's name was like Cherry Jones or something. She was on MTV one time. And like on one of them 
afternoon MTV shows that they had like Oh Dirty's Mom and yeah, it sounds like baby mama drama where like his baby mamas are reaching out to his mom and he's saying yeah my mama cannot protect y'all okay so even if I got you pregnant bitch you obey me you better not betray me don't be calling no cops saying this is his baby like, he was really on some other shit. Like, again, you could be on drugs, but being on drugs doesn't, you know, necessarily mean your music is going to be good. He had a sense of, like, musical genius to him. Okay. What's it mean? You can... Let's do it. <laughs> why the next song exists but it's it's interesting uh good morning heartache is a remake of a billy holiday song with little mo of r&b divas fame of little mo and fabulous songs fame um yeah i don't know the name of the really i think there were two little mo and fabulous songs um, not Superwoman, the other one, something about love you for life, yeah, that other one, the love you for life song is, is timeless, I, I'm whatever on Superwoman, uh, but Little Mo 
Old Dirty Bastard, if they shared the same studio session, like if they were recorded at the same time, I want to know what that was like. Okay, that was... that would, I'm sure that was an interesting studio session. I mean, I've heard stories like on different podcasts and different things where, where like just he was just bugging out during the recording of this album. But again, he was on drugs. I believe he died with drugs in the system. But Good Morning Heartache, uh, I don't really get it. There's a... I mean, it's 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 a well-done song. I just don't get why it was recorded. Okay, basically, it's like ODB, Little Mo, and he's just rambling about, you know, how... He wants to get along with his woman and they don't need to be fighting all the time. It's interesting. Like, go hear the album uh, if you've never heard the album. And then uh, All In Together Now, there, that was like a song about racial unity. Uh, something about this black woman and white woman shaking their asses. Like, it, it was like there's a lot of highlights on the album, but then there are some songs where it's just like, alright, like he just didn't really have a direction here. And then finally, Cracker Jack. Uh, just literally, like, the whole song is lines about, like, woman sucking his dick. A lot of lines about oral copulation. And... I mean, that's the, the story of who old Dirty Bastard was. A man that took... That posed for the album cover, I believe. He had... He was dressed like Jesus or dressed like a prophet or something with a black wig on and period blood on his face. Something crazy like that was on the album cover. Hold on, I'll look up the album cover right now. I'm on the Wikipedia page for the album. Uh, let's see here. Okay, you can't really see the period blood too close on this picture, but I believe there was period blood popping off somewhere in there. And like maybe in the album's artwork something crazy like it was something crazy to that effect but very timeless album uh i don't have enough good things to say about this album i don't really have anything too bad to say about this album at all it's a great album there are classic moments i wouldn't like call it a total classic but there are classic moments and again just because he was on drugs that does not mean he wasn't capable of good music or that he wasn't you know there was more to it than just oh this dude is a clown or oh this dude is you know a drug addict or oh this like he made good music like he could rap he like it didn't always make sense but like and this is not shots fired but like cool keith didn't always make sense and he's highly respected so Old Dirty Bat, and I think Cool Keith was like probably sober for, for most of that. Cool Keith was just on another, you know, another planet with his shit. But Old Dirty Bastard was on Earth, just on drugs, but he still had a had an incredible knack for making music. Okay, so I'm going to take it up out of here for the day. Thank you for tuning in once again. Just tell a friend and tell a friend. I'm going to be back at this every week, uh, holding it down for you, the people. SoundCloud.com slash Thursday Throwbacks. Go on Radio.com on Twitter. Um, tell a friend, tell a friend if you enjoy, you know, the shows. 
And I will be back to y'all next week with another one. Like, I have a long list of albums I want to discuss. And I'm going to be discussing them. And that is what it is. All right, so I'll be back to y'all next week. As DJ Khaled would say with another one. Have a good day. Thank you for listening. Peace.